I invite you to think about this for just a moment. When was the last time you felt deeply fulfilled and on purpose? Maybe you can remember a time, but maybe you're thinking, well, never really. I can assure you, you're not alone. Billions of people live this way, wandering through life, looking for a sense of purpose. And here's the good news. The location and time you were born give us insight into why you're here. Believe it or not, you can decode your soul purpose with your astrology chart. You shouldn't have to waste time searching or feeling confused about your purpose. You definitely shouldn't feel hopeless. Your purpose is your birthright. And that's why we're showing you how to use astrology to discover your purpose in our upcoming live seven-week online course, Your Soul Purpose. In this course, you'll discover how your astrology chart reveals your unique destiny. And here's how it works. First, go to astrologyhub.com soul and register for the course now. Second, get clear on your purpose over seven weeks. We'll have one class each week led by the professional astrologers you've met on the podcast over the last month. Stormy Grace, Tammy Brunk, Nadia Shah, Divine Harmony, and Donna Woodwell. They'll show you how to interpret different points in your chart and will be available to answer your questions in the private Facebook group dedicated to this course. And third, create your next steps. On the last week of the course, a certified self-mastery coach will help you create action steps so you can turn your purpose into your career or lifestyle. This is the only time we'll ever do this course live and you can only register until April 4th. Only this course will include live Q&A and hot seat sessions with professional astrologers to make absolutely sure you find your purpose. Imagine taking one hour a week to step out of life's demands and look at what you deeply want with professional guidance. When was the last time you gave yourself, your soul, that kind of attention? Now's the time. Go to astrologyhub.com soul and reserve your seat in the course before April 4th. If you're ready to take care of the big question mark over your life once and for all, register for your soul purpose. That way, you can stop surviving a confusing life and instead start fulfilling the deep calling you were made for. Go to astrologyhub.com soul and reserve your seat in this life-changing course today. Hi there, my name's Amanda Poole-Walsh and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, Astrology Hub's senior editor and master astrologer. And we are here for your weekly forecast for the week beginning March 25th. All right, Donna, let's dive into this week. What's the theme that we'll be exploring together? Well, you know, Amanda, it's another week of shifting tides. We are certainly in the watery world. But, you know, shifting tides can bring opportunities if you're willing to embrace and flow with the changes. So even though you may not realize these opportunities in your path for several more weeks, just knowing that they'll sprout can sometimes help you move through the parts that are a little more difficult. So if I had to pick a theme, it's opportunity. Great. Okay. But opportunity, if we are willing to see the opportunity. If you're willing to trust that the opportunity is there. That's the thing with water. You kind of have to trust rather than wait for proof. Proof comes in its own time. You know, it's reminding me, I, I just finished this book called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And it's this man who basically for, I don't know, four decades of his life committed to surrendering to the flow of life. And, and you get to go through his story of what was the result of that. 
little experiment, big experiment, that might be a great read for us this week. It, it's on Audible. I would definitely agree with that and say that you, as usual, used your psychic abilities to pick the perfect book to prepare you for the energies that we're facing right now. <laughs> My gosh, I, I, it's, it's amazing to be reading this book and like, wow, okay, how could, I, how could I surrender more? How could I flow more? What is life asking of me right now? What's what's wanting to emerge, you know, that I that my will is trying to block. So it's um there's a lot of content there. It's called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Very interesting read. And it's on Audible. I think it's like four hours on Audible. So if you're driving around and doing things, you can listen to it that way. Okay, let's talk about the week ahead. What's going on? Well, Amanda, finally, we start out with an awesome Monday. The moon is in Sagittarius, trying the sun in Aries. So go get it. Whatever it is you want, just go do it. Just try not to run over anybody else in your enthusiasm to go get it done. Because we've had so few days that are fiery like this in the midst of all this water, it's going to feel like a relief to a lot of people. And then we get to Tuesday where I will tell you once again to have patience with yourself. In, especially in the morning hours, because if you're trying to check things off your list, you might have a hard time concentrating as that Sagittarius moon is now squaring off with both at Mercury and Neptune. And really, if there's a recipe for brain fog, that would it. So yeah, writing things on lists, you can't even find your list. So, but on the other hand, it can be a great time to get some dreamy, creative vibe going. So if you need to brainstorm or think outside the box or think differently about things or, or download a coloring app on your phone, you know, all of those are good possibilities for Tuesday morning. As we continue the flow vibe, there's good news for Venus because Venus is entering Pisces on Tuesday too, which is, quite frankly, yummy. Venus likes Pisces, swimming around, no boundaries, love is happy. You know, think about it. Love flourishes in candlelight where there's soft edges and everything is just a little bit blurry. Love does not like fluorescent lights. Well, in most circumstances, it doesn't like fluorescent lights. So for the next few weeks, we have got the love principle in a very generous, loving, compassionate place. And maybe we can use some of that to give ourselves compassion for the other people in our lives, but also compassion for ourselves because all this water is not simple. Okay, then as Venus saunters through Pisces over the next few weeks, love and romance may be in the air in various ways, but also is self-delusion in areas that involve love, especially with Neptune and Mercury retrograde in the mix in Pisces. So even though you probably enjoy the ride a little bit more, you might realize that everything that you feel may not be what's factually true. And so before you, you know, dive into commitments that you can't get out of, you may want to wait till things dry off a little bit and you can see more clearly. But in the meantime, there's no reason, no harm in enjoying the ride, right? Donna, when you say when, wait till things dry off a little bit, when, when are you talking about? Oh, a few more weeks. Yeah, give it a month. We're just, we're in a very, very damp, wet, soggy season right now, and it's hard to see things clearly. Now, all things change in astrology eventually, but as we move into later in April and into May, it's going to be a totally different vibe. So, not long in the future, astrologically speaking, but you know, water and time don't go together well. So, 
when you're in water world, the ideal solution is one day at a time, one hour at a time, maybe one minute at a time because you're having an experience. And so we're supposed to be focusing on the experience right now. So telling you like how to plan is a little bit harder to do because that's going contrary to the experience you're supposed to be having. Does that make sense? It does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know my Virgo self doesn't like it all either. It's like, where's the plan? When is it going to end? And sometimes that's not the point though. And we all have to, we all get the opportunity, like the theme of the week, to experience these different parts of ourselves because, well, the cosmos comes along and dumps us in the different flavors, whether we like it or not. And so we might as well, you know, make it an opportunity instead of a a punishment or a or a pain, or whatever else negative that we could put on it. Absolutely. All right, so this particular lunar cycle starts winding down in earnest on Wednesday because it's the last quarter moon, and then it's moving into more sober Capricorn. It's very earthy, grounded, real place. So Venus then goes on to make an easygoing sextile with Uranus. So in essence, we want to be free to feel good. So keep it real today, and things should go quite smoothly. Especially since late Wednesday, early Thursday, depending on where you live, Mercury's slowing down again to turn direct. Finally, the retrograde is officially ending today because this has certainly been one of the most complicated Mercury retrogrades that we've had in a long time because it began at the last degree of Pisces. It's been in Pisces for the entire retrograde. It's been in Pisces for like 10 weeks now, and then it's sweeping past Neptune in the process. All of that makes for a lot of water, 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 more water. I feel like we're in water world. And getting through this is complicated. And even now that we're moving out of the official retrograde part, We've still got a few more weeks of this shadowy period because Mercury's got to retrace all of its steps from where it was before, before we start a new state. So how has this retrograde been for you, Amanda? Mm. <laughs> you know, I was, I was filming for our upcoming Soul Purpose class and the videographer was like, man, what's going on? You know, what, like what's happening? Is, does it feel weird for you? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. It is, I said, the, the word that I can describe, use to describe it for me has been uncomfortable. You know, there's just a lot of swirling emotions and, and a lot of confusion and fog and misunderstanding and miscommunication. It's like, wow, this is, this is exactly what it, you know, astrologically, Mercury retrograde in Pisces, what we could probably expect. And yet, this is the weird part. And yet, there is a deep sense of peace behind it all. Like a deep sense of knowing that like, it's okay. Like we can, we can float in these waters. We can let the tides take us. It's okay. And it's going to be okay just to be in it. Like you said, to be present with what's happening. It's not easy. To surrender. Surrender. Yeah. The surrender, you know? Yeah. It's not easy. And it's, you know, I think if we reframed, you know, it's part of it is like, gosh, maybe it's the part of me that feels like I need to control everything and I need to know what's happening. It's like, well, you know, if you just reframe that, it's like, well, this is maybe it's kind of fun. You know, like it reminds me of my, my daughter, Sophia, she, she got hit the other day at school and it like, it flew her up into the air and she like did a backflip and landed on the ground. 
And she said that when she was flying through the air, she was thinking, oh, this is fun. <laughs> and then she landed on the ground. I was like, it's so amazing that you could be thinking that as you're like flying through the air. I mean, it was so cute. And she was sincere. You know, she's like, I was thinking it was just so fun. So, I mean, maybe we can just reframe it. And like, yeah, we're crying more than usual. Yeah, there's things that are like confusing and not totally clear and up in the air, but can we see it as fun? Like, can we reframe it and see this as just part of being human and, and rolling with this, you know, human experience? Why not? It's certainly an opportunity to do so. Absolutely. Okay. Well, and why not just seize the opportunity, right? We can, we can rail against it. We can fight against it. It's, but it's here. <laughs> so we may as well. Exactly. Yeah. It is here. Definitely. Well, as you move into Thursday, definitely keep calm and you'll likely just stumble through the day. Um, the moon is sextiling that stationing Mercury and Neptune. So, I mean, I think of it again, we talked about this way back in the beginning of January when I was reading the Tao of Pooh. I love Winnie the Pooh because, you know, he just gets up in the morning and doesn't necessarily know specifically where he's going, but it all works itself out in the end because he always ends up exactly in the right place anyway. So why think too hard and trust and surrender that you'll know you're on the right path because everything you need will just appear on the path. And and maybe maybe there's wisdom in that. Well, actually, there is definitely wisdom in that. There's no maybe about it. Okay, so moving into Friday. Um, now, some may find Friday to be an unusually tough day at the office for Friday. So if everything seems to be going a little bit late, if your date shows up late on Friday night, you know, cut everyone some slack. It just may mean that you were meant to strike up an interesting conversation with someone who happens to be waiting at the bar for someone else who's also late. And just, again, use it as an opportunity to go with the flow. Now, the big shift this weekend happens as Mars enters into Gemini. Now, Mars and Taurus can feel a little like things have been stuck in the mud, which was, you know, being intensified by all this watery energy. Mars is the energy principle. And when he's in Taurus, he's about as fixed as he can get. So as he moves into Gemini, people will really begin to start feeling the shift out of that soggy world that we've been treading water in for the, for the past weeks. And so by Sunday, you might start to feel a real push to find out, you know, that information or some other way to do things. You know, when you're stuck in a rut and you're going around and around and around in circles, eventually you have to stop and go, what am I missing? Like, how do I get above what I'm, situation I'm in and see another way that I could be doing this? Because, you know, continuing to repeat the same actions over and over again and expecting different results, you know, as they say, is one of the definitions of insanity. And so this Mars in Gemini, Gemini is a nice air sign. It has the capacity to bring in new information, to harness your, your curiosity, to find another way to look at things with a little bit more detachment or, or tolerance for other ways, other points of view. So on the flip side, one major challenge with Mars and Gemini is that you all of a sudden want to do everything at once. And so one of your mantras for the coming weeks as Mars walks through Gemini might be to try to focus on one thing at a time. Because if you want to break the spin cycle, just going up and throwing, you know, dozens of other things at you is just going to set up a different kind of spin cycle. So 
do one thing at a time so you can climb out of the situation where you have been. So, Amanda, when you need to slow down, what kinds of things have you come to in order to help you refocus on the present moment? Mm. Donna, this is admittedly one of the most challenging areas of my life. And I actually, it came to a culminating moment a few weeks ago. I was on a field trip for my daughter Madeline's class and we were going on a whale watch and we got to the dock and I started spinning, like literally dizzy spinning. And I've never had this experience before in my life. I had to sit down. It was like, oh my gosh, should I be getting on a boat? I probably shouldn't have gotten on a boat, but I did get on the boat and went, which made it definitely worse. And then over the last couple of weeks, I've had little periodic episodes of this. And the fact that you say um, you've been in a spin cycle the past weeks, I'm like, oh my gosh, spinning, like literally spinning. And so what it has forced me to look at is where I'm spinning, you know, where I'm I had this realization that so much of my reality is, even though I work very hard to get the yin aspects in, if I look at the percentage of my life, it is spent in that yang mode because being a mother is a very yang activity. Running a business is a very yang activity. Even even the workouts I was doing, I realized they were really yang. You know, I was going to spin class and I was, you know, doing bar, like all these very you know, young things. So it's like, God, if you add all that up, there's just like a little bit of space for yin. It's like basically when I'm sleeping and when I'm with my beloved, you know, then I have a little bit of yin time, but otherwise it's, it's all young. So I just, it was a really good, like check yourself moment. And so I don't know that I have the answer (laughs) or any great solutions, except for that it's something to be aware of and to pay attention to. And that eventually like it doesn't work anymore. You know, eventually we burn ourselves out to the place where it's it's manifesting in our bodies, it's manifesting in our lives in unhealthy ways. And so I've just been way aware. I actually cut back on my workouts, my training, um, just to reevaluate, you know, how I'm doing that. And I've been implementing more naps. <laughs> with, <laughs> if I could have a nap every day, I would. You know, it's just to me, it's like so delicious. But yeah, it's, you know, still in process. I mean, maybe that's what the, one of the Pisces Mercury retrogrades thing is for me and maybe for all of us is, you know, where can we quiet down? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think this is definitely going to be the ongoing theme. I mean, in a sense, we got thrown into the deep end, like really, and, and said so you have to swim. So as we get on at least a little solid footing, we're not really getting out of the water for like a whole nother month after this. But it's a different kind of like, it's like a wave of water and then it's drier. And then there's another wave and then it's drier. And another, so we're learning how to integrate in, in a new kind of way as we go into the coming month. So I'm really, I'm really glad that we're having these conversations because it gives people an opportunity, opportunity, I keep repeating the theme for the week. I knew it would come up to really learn how to shift between the modes. Because it's not about being, you know, yes, you recognize that you're doing a lot of yang and you could be doing yin moments, but it's really the art of how you have both and you can move fluidly between the two kind of ways of being. And ultimately, that's what astrology is about. We're learning how to shift between the different states of being. That's why Mercury is the god of astrology because he's the god of the shift and, and, and consciously playing with that ability to shift between one side and the other. 
Mm, I love that, Donna. Yeah. I, I mean, and if any of you listen to the podcast we did with Alison Armstrong, she's God, just my amazing mentor in life right now. Um, one of the things she says is that the, the when we're, we're in young, when we're accountable for a result. So when we're accountable for an outcome, when we're accountable for a result, that is when we're in the young mode. You know, you're in the yin mode when you're actually not accountable for a result, meaning you can just be, you can just float, you know, she calls it um, puttering, you know, and how, how women need that puttering time where you're just sort of like going around, like there's no agenda, there's no to-do list. You're just sort of doing your thing. And there isn't that sense that there's like an end to this, you know, and I got to get it all done before this time. So it's just so foreign for so many of us to be able to have that kind of space. Um, or maybe it depends on what time, what period of life we're in, you know, but it like, I just know in the decade of the forties with young kids and running a business and everything that, you know, all of you are all doing and juggling. It's hard. It's hard to, to do. Yeah. And the only way I can see out of that is if you can somehow reframe it all that it's playtime because play by de- definition is what children do and they don't have responsibilities. And so if you could see the work and the things that you're doing as playful in ways, and that's part of the lesson of all of this water too, it's to be present in the moment and have the experience, the sensation, just like your daughter. When she's flying, she's not thinking about the result of what happens when she hits the ground. She's thinking about where she is at the moment and it becomes, wow, that was fun. Totally. That's, that's a great point. So we're back on that fun thing. That seems to be something that... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, but we, we definitely are right now, it's when we've been in this water phase, you know, what's basically happened is that because it's all in Pisces, Jupiter is the traditional ruler of Pisces. And so a lot of the energy is flowing to Pisces and Sagittarius. Now we have two players right now, Pisces, uh, Jupiter is in Sagittarius. Saturn is in Capricorn. They're both in their home signs. They're both really strong. But as the, sh- the energy flow shifts, different parts of the year, different one is taking the, the dominant position. And right now, the Jupiter and Sagittarius is in the dominant position. And Jupiter and Sagittarius is all about, oh, I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to do this, and oh, la, 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 what else can I throw on my plate? But what happens when you do that is you have so many balls in the air then you don't know, then you're like in young mode because you don't exactly know what to do with them all, especially if you feel responsible for all the stuff you have been creating because no one can keep up with that many balls simultaneously. All you can do is experience them all falling on the ground around you. Um, But Jupiter's starting to slow down. And in a few weeks, it's going to be retrograding for several months on into September. And so we're going to have a moment here where Saturn's going to start picking up some of that energy as things start shifting into Earth signs, things come back to Saturn in some ways. And so Saturn's counsel is like the turtle in the hair, slow and steady wins the race. And so yes, Mars, while he's going through Gemini, is going to be a little bit like a rebellious teenager and may not want to listen to Saturn, but eventually Mars, I mean, Mars will move on too into Cancer. And then we're really going to find recipes for, you know, getting older and wiser and knowing how all this works. And knowing that, you know what, I don't have to say yes to everything. I can focus on what I'm doing right now. I can focus on the things that are really important to me and 
I don't have to go back and like hear that tape in my head that says, I knew I shouldn't do that. Why did I do it anyway? And I think this is one of those moments when we're learning about what it means to adult and grow up through having the experience of flailing around in the water and witnessing ourselves while we're doing it. Does that make sense? It does. Absolutely. So Donna, it sounds like we got, we have a lot on the cosmic curriculum plate for this week. If I were to sum up everything that you just shared, what I would say is number one, surrender and open to opportunities and stay present with your experience. So that is a, that's a big one, I know, but that sounds like one of the major themes. Number two, um, if there's commitments that you're, that you're considering making, whether those are romantic or otherwise, that maybe, and this is just taking the cosmic curriculum into account. It is not like hold off on everything until you know, this period, but just take into consideration the possibility of waiting until late April or early May. The third thing is to ask the question, what am I missing? How can I see this differently? And maybe even bringing in that element of fun. Like, how could I see this as fun? So what am I missing? How can I see this differently? And how could this actually be reframed as something fun and playful? Like if I was a child looking at the situation. And then the fourth thing that I have down is toward the end of the week, the reminder to focus on one thing at a time. Just focus on one thing at a time. Uh, you may feel like you want to juggle many, many things, but uh, you'll do better if you can just keep that focus and do one at a time. So elegantly put, Amanda. <laughs> it's all your words. I'm just, I'm just putting them back. I, I know, but like you're the one who like takes the, the, the meat and potatoes and like makes the artful presentation so that everyone takes home this inspirational message. Aww. We work well together. Thank you. I know we do. I totally agree. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, for being a part of our community, and for making astrology a part of your life. We'll catch you on Thursday's episode featuring Verdeluz, who is going to be talking about astrolocation. So if any of you are considering a move or considering a vacation and you want to know what your personal power spots are on this planet, this episode is for you. Verdeluz is awesome. You're going to love him. He's also our next inner circle lunar cycle guide coming up um, next lunar cycle. So tune into that on Thursday. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I highly encourage you to do that now so that you get alerted every time our new episodes are live. Thanks so much. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Astrology Hub podcast. We can't wait to continue exploring with you and bringing you astrology's most practical wisdom so you can live your life on purpose. We'll catch you on the next episode. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.